0: Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Coffee Talks with Ash, Coffee Chats with Ash. I am your host, Ash, and as we say with every episode, uh, here's our disclaimer. This is a podcast where you can expect me to talk about whatever I want to talk about for that particular episode. Um, I do live in an apartment complex, so... There may be some background noise, I do apologize for that if you do hear any, um, and on that note, let's get started. So, today is kind of a mishmashy episode. I am feeling very squirrely, however, I'm not going to keep giving myself excuses for not recording an episode. Uh, whether that's if I have a topic planned or if I'm just feeling really squirrely. So, if I repeat myself or I bounce all over the place during this episode, I'm sorry. I do have a list of things that I wanted to talk about on the podcast, and they all kind of go into the same vibe, so let's talk about- let's make the topic for this episode vibes and what we put in the universe. Yeah, sounds like a good one. I think we've kind of covered this before, but let's delve more deeply into it. So the reason this kind of got brought up is I work in a big corporation. I work for a big company and I have some coworkers that have a tendency to be very negative at times and it makes me think about what we put out into the world a lot. Because I am a very positive, happy, bubbly person and I am of the belief that if you constantly put negative vibes out into the world, then the world is going to give them right back to you. And the same thing goes for positive vibes. It's also the same thing for the people we surround ourselves with. If we are surrounded by constantly negative people then we ourselves will become constantly negative also um same thing my dad used to say all the time you are what you eat but it's the same concept for people and our thought processes sorry thought processes i think that's how you say that so if we are constantly consuming and surrounding ourselves by negative content and negative people therefore we become negative people ourselves And for someone like myself, who is a positive, bubbly, happy person, I cannot constantly surround myself or consume negative content or people. It just doesn't work well. And it affects our mindset. That being said, going on mindset, I I mentioned this in maybe the last episode or the episode before, but our brain lies to us. And we are in control of our brain, but sometimes it's really hard to wrangle our brain and our thoughts. And getting onto that topic, I think I had mentioned that I was going to the gym. And I wanted to be more involved in going to the gym this year. That's one of my goals for this year. I want to be more consistent with meal prepping, and I want to be more involved with getting into the gym. So, you know, when you you know that you have to go to the gym you you dread it. You don't want to do it. It's just it's so much effort. It's maximum effort, right? And you don't think about all of the good things that you get after you have a good workout. So we went to the gym this morning, my boyfriend and I did, and before we went to the gym, you know, you're just kind of thinking about it and you're dreading it. You don't want to do it, but then after you get to the gym, you get to feel that nice, Almost like a high that you get afterwards. It's that adrenaline. It's your blood pumping. It's the serotonin coursing through your system. It's, It's amazing. It's such a wonderful feeling. But beforehand, before you do that, your brain is psyching you out. And it's like, no, you don't want to do this. But you know it's good for you. And you know the reward that you'll get for it. But you don't want to do it. So our brain... I feel like we're constantly at war and conflict with our brains and our thoughts because you don't want to do this, but you know that if you do it, you'll feel so good afterwards. Um, Also on that note, speaking of like feeling good, I have actually navigated away from coffee lately. This week we've been drinking more tea and I believe I mentioned that last year as well when during another episode. Um, I've just noticed that when I drink coffee, cause I have a tendency, I call it the too much gene, uh, I drink like a 32 ounce cup of coffee every day at work. When I drink coffee, I'm not hungry at work, therefore I don't eat. Which isn't the greatest thing for me, I need to be eating at work. I can't eat a whole meal, obviously, because then I get sleepy and I'll start to fall asleep at my desk. But if I, like, snack throughout the day, that's good for me rather than only eating dinner when I come home because I don't normally eat breakfast. So I'm trying to get in the habit of meal prepping and meal planning and getting those meals ready to go. But feeling good. I feel good when I eat throughout the day, even if it's just, like, little snacks here and there. And I have more energy to do what it is that I need to get done. But yet it's so much effort in doing meal planning and meal prepping At least that's how my brain thinks about it is there's just so much effort that, again, we say to ourselves, we don't want to do this, even though we know it's going to benefit us. It would be good for us to do these things. But yet we talk ourselves out of it. It's just so hard and there's so much effort. So trying to think about it in a different aspect and thinking about the positive things that you get out of those actions, even though... You're stuck in that mentality of, no, I don't want to do this. Try to remember the good things that are going to come out of doing the things that, in that moment, you may not want to do. But yeah, we got the gym done this morning. Got our butts up and at the gym, I think we got to the gym around 9, and we left around 10.30. So we spent a good hour, hour and a half there. Got some errands run. We have my best friend's birthday party that we're going to tonight. Um, unfortunately I'm missing her and another friend of mine. They have the same birthday and I'm missing my other friend's birthday party, but my best friend comes first. She and I have been best friends for over 21 years, so sorry. She's top of the list. Uh, my, luckily my other friend totally understands, um, and I believe she mentioned that she might not actually be having her birthday party tonight, so... don't feel as bad, but I still feel bad that I'm I'm missing her for her birthday. Um, But yeah, going back to the topic. uh, When we put positive vibes out into the world, I've noticed, me personally, when I put positive things out into the world, I have a tendency, positivity comes back to me. If I'm not putting a bunch of negative thoughts out into my surroundings, then I don't have as much negative coming back. If I put more positive out and I'm more positive about the things that are happening to me and trying to look on the bright side of things then I feel better about my day-to-day activities and some of the things that I have to do that I may not want to do or are overwhelming to do and if you break them into smaller steps. And that's actually something that I'm working on with the big projects that I have planned for this year is breaking them down into smaller steps so they're not as overwhelming and setting deadlines for those smaller steps to keep me on track because, again, I'm a procrastinator. I have a tendency to procrastinate everything. So uh, another thing that was on my list to talk about today was don't let people treat you badly. And we've covered this periodically throughout the course of all of these episodes. I've talked about this periodically all the time, even in my regular life. I am a firm believer, I don't like it when I have a friend or an acquaintance around me that's talking to me about someone in their life who's treating them horribly, and it's a continuous thing, it never gets any better. And it's just, it's so sad to see because you see the misery in that person's eyes and you hear it in their voice about the stuff that's going on, but yet they have this brave smile on their face. Like, yeah, the whole world's on fire, but I'm fine. Everything's fine. It's all good. You know, the meme of the dog sipping his coffee while the whole room's on fire. Yeah, that's what I think of. But I know that sometimes it's really hard to realize that you're in that bad situation. But I I really wish more people would come to the understanding that you may not feel like you deserve better, but you do. And you don't deserve to be treated like crap. You don't deserve to let other people walk all over you. I spent a long time of my life thinking that I had to be something else in order to make other people like me instead of embracing who I was. So it's... Don't let people be- treat you badly. Don't let people walk all over you. Know your worth. What you bring to the table is valuable. Self-confidence is hard, but you can get there. It's, it's really hard. It's, it's coming to terms with yourself. Not everyone, Nobody's perfect, okay? Guys, nobody's perfect at all, whatsoever. But we can at least try to better ourselves to the people that we want to be. So if you want to be my friend, whose birthday was yesterday, she wants to be a doctor. She wants to be a surgeon, actually. And she's working so hard to be that, and she's busting her butt to get the things done that she needs to in order to be that. And sometimes it's difficult coming to terms with who you are and what you're capable of and understanding that maybe you wanted to do this thing, but now you know that Maybe that thing isn't the best thing for you, and you should go into something else. Like for me, I went to school to be a cosmetologist and realized that that was not a thing I wanted to do. Um, and I still, at the age that I am, I'm 28. Uh, I still have no idea what the heck I want to do for the rest of my life. I know I want to be happy, but being happy is different to each person. It's different to each individual. Um, So, trying to figure out what makes you happy in the day-to-day is also another journey in itself. Trying to find out what you're passionate about. The things that you enjoy doing hours and hours and hours on end without interruption. That's, I'm I'm multi-passionate. There's a lot of things that I enjoy doing hours on end. So, trying to find one of them and then turn that into a career is kind of difficult as well. Um, But, yeah, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. Uh, But self-confidence... The time it took for me to get self-confidence was... was it, it was a journey. It took a while. Oh, Leading into another thing. Um, I had this happen to me on the phones. Uh, not this week, but last week. This is my little rant that I to- took down in my notebook. Why are we still saying sorry when we hear someone is divorced? For real. I don't understand why... The general populace thinks that that is such a bad thing. There are so many relationships out there that so many people thought were good. Oh, excuse me. They thought were good on the outside. And then many years later you find out the inside is completely rotten and venomous and poisonous. And that couple shouldn't have been together at all. So I just don't understand why we're still saying sorry. I was talking to somebody on the phone at work and she mentioned that someone she knew was divorced. And I was like, oh yeah, I, I get how that goes. It can be a really difficult time. I'm divorced as well. And her first response out of her mouth was, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. I'm like, I am not. I am not sorry. I'm I'm not embarrassed. I'm not ashamed that I am divorced. You know, it was a bad relationship. It was a bad situation that I needed to leave. And I know that I'm not the only person who's ever been in that same situation. And I'm lucky that I got out the way that I was. But why is it an automatic response when we hear that someone else is divorced to say, I'm sorry, you could just go about it by saying, um, You could say, oh, was it a good thing or was it a bad thing? Or, oh, was that a good ending to the relationship or was it a bad ending? Or you could say something positive or something neutral. You don't have to go to the immediate bad side of that particular topic. So. And going back to not letting people treat you badly, this is another note I had make sure you remember that you are a queen and you deserve to be treated as such. And I know that sometimes our minds play tricks on us and they tell us things that put us down. Like sometimes you get that negative whisper in the back of your head telling you that you're not worth it or that you're not good enough, but remember that you are. And there's people out there that think you are extraordinary for everything that you have accomplished. So, again, controlling our mindset is hard. It's something that you have to consciously consciously be aware of all the time. And I can admit that I am not always aware of my mindset. And sometimes I slip into cracks. It happens. I am a human. I make mistakes. But I'm still trying, at least, to manage my thoughts. And try to get a wrangle on them. But... Yeah, this episode has been all over the place, but I still think we're still in the same general topic. It's our thoughts of ourselves, what we think of ourselves, as well as what we think of the people around us and the things that we're, the content that we're consuming into our heads. And I try as much as I can to try to make this podcast a super positive one so that I can try to help somebody out there or something that I'm saying hits home with somebody, but just trying to make the world a better place, I guess. One small step at a time. And sometimes that comes down to dealing with what you have going on inside you internally and dealing with your thought processes and trying to be a better person so that you can then go out and make the world better. It's not always one simple step. Sometimes it's more complicated and it takes more work. Oh. I don't, like I said, this this episode is very squirrely. I know I've said that like three times already, but these are just some of the things that I've written down in my notebook where I keep track of the topics that I want to talk to you about and cover, and another thing I had on here was meal planning and how is that going? Uh, what's the plan? So, so far, it's only been about two weeks, but so far it's been going pretty good. I'm trying really hard to stay consistent. I actually sat down, I think it was on Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday this week, and made up a meal plan. So I can't do traditional meal planning like you see on YouTube where these people are spending hours and hours a day to prep what they're eating and then sticking it in storage containers and putting it in the fridge or the freezer and then it's just that's what you're eating that week. I can't do that. It doesn't work for me. So we're trying to do something that works for us. So what we've been doing is we cook two to three meals a week and usually we'll have leftovers we have leftovers from the original meal that we cook uh most of the time if we need to prep the meal then I'll try to I have a magnet on our fridge that we keep track of the meals that we're having for that week so I'll try to keep track of if I need to pull meat out to thaw for that particular meal but yeah that's, that's what we've been doing. That's what we're continuing to do. So far, it's been working really well. If we need to adjust and change it, we will as we go. Uh, home hunting was another thing to keep you guys updated on. So home hunting, that one is still like a project in itself. Uh, I'm still along the lines, it sounds like we're definitely gonna have to extend our lease probably by about three months. Maybe, I, I'm hoping three months is like the cutoff. Because that puts us at moving around June, and that makes it the timeline easier for us, so that's nice. And then um, we are also hoping to try to get the home that we end up choosing picked out and ready to move in before our lease is up, so that we can gradually move in, which would make things a lot easier on us. Then we don't have to do what we did last year, and when we moved into this apartment we had to move everything out of the old place and into the new one within 24 hours because we were moving in the same day that I had to be out of my last place. And that was rough. And I spent the next week trying to reorganize and situate the apartment. Not fun. So we're, we're still looking. We looked, um, we found a few places that were, in our area and pretty close by that were in our budget, and they looked nice and met some of our qualifications. So it's it's going, it's slowly, we're inching our way into becoming home buyers. It's, it's a very large task to bite off and then try to take take control of on your own almost. So that's how that's going. Um, we got a printer. I'm so excited for that. It's a printer and a scanner. We got that last weekend, I think. And that's going to make it a lot easier for getting um, business processes automated as well as I have my own personal project. I am doing electronic filing for myself. So I have a bunch of papers and files that all need to be scanned and turned into a digital copy obviously some documents will be important that need to be kept as paper copies such as like you know birth certificate social security card all the important stuff but like some before they did paperless i have bills that need to be get gotten rid of and filed um there's just a bunch of paperwork that's sitting around that we don't really need and it can be turned digital and then we have more space in our our living area so we are just plugging along working on those we're making some strides uh with getting the printer i haven't gotten down to actually doing the scanning yet that's something that Uh, is gonna be next on my list but there have been other things that have been top priority lately such as doing meal planning that's a weekly thing and trying to make sure that we stay consistent there and then home hunting has kind of been my top priorities lately just trying to get that stuff done and figuring out what we need to do to in order to live where we want to live and Let me tell you what, guys, I am so over living in this apartment complex already. I am ready to have a driveway and a yard. Um, We have, so we live in the apartment complex right now, and because we don't have a yard, we have to go walk the dog. We have to walk our dog at least three times a day, and it can be, uh, I'm just ready for the yard where we can open the back door, because our criteria is to have a fenced-in backyard. We can just open the back door and let him out and he can go run free and have his time. And he's a snow dog, so he is hardcore enjoying this cold weather right now. So I am super excited for that. super excited to have a driveway so I don't have to carry my groceries up two flights of stairs. And I'm just, I'm I'm ready to be out of the apartment life. I'm ready to be in a home and have some more space, for sure. So that's what we're working on. Um, You know setting goals for the year and then making plans to get those goals accomplished uh I have goals that I have to accomplish for work as well so we'll we'll get her done but that's the new year from us from from uh me and my boyfriend we're just plugging along and getting stuff done trying to be better this year than we were last year and I'm I have good feelings about this year guys I hope this year It's much better than last year. We've been through hell and back the last two years with COVID and the whole pandemic and everything. I have a good feeling about this year. I feel like it's gonna give us good things and hopefully we will evolve and keep going forward in the right way. But I think that's all I really had to share for you guys. So thank you so much for listening. And as always, you are loved. Everybody out there, everyone listening to this, there is someone out there that loves you. You may not want to be here right now, but there is someone that is so thankful that you are, and there are people around that care about you, and this world would be a much sadder place without you in it. So take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and until next time.